What the hell's the name of this thing? The Ballsy Podcast. Hosted by the award-winning Evan Grant. This has been the most tense podcast I have ever done. Kevin Sherrington. Do we want to compare bylines? How many? Barry Horn. We're supposed to keep this thing moving, be fresh. Get ready for the most listened-to sports podcast in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm Evan Grant, and this is Ballsy. Hello, everybody. I'm Barry Horn of the Dallas Morning News and SportsDayDFW.com, and this is your Ballsy podcast, and it's a special edition of Ballsy. We're going a little different. Uh, Kevin Sherrington's on vacation again, and Evan, Evan Grant's on vacation again. So we, we, we're bringing in Chris Fogner, uh, the uh, culture critic. Is, is that what? That is, is correct, sir. Of, of the Dallas Morning News. But we're going to talk movies with him, and we're going to talk sports movies with him. Chris? Just give give the folks a little background on on why they should be impressed with you. Because uh, I'm a really nice guy. I like I like my my family. Actually, I don't really like my family that much. Um, this isn't going well. And why they should be impressed with me? Well, why, I've been I don't know. What been, makes you a critic? I've been writing about movies here for about 21 years. Um, writing about other stuff too, books and TV and music and fun stuff like that. But uh, but mostly film. So I, I take it pretty seriously. But I still try to have fun with it um how's that what makes a good movie i don't I have no i mean there's no one magic formula that makes a good movie sometimes people ask you know what's your favorite kind of movie and this isn't my line but other people say the good kind um you know writing helps something that i've never seen helps um a consistent tone really helps um and visual imagination i mean it is a visual medium first and foremost, so it, it has to pop in some way off the screen. It has to be more than, say, a book or a play just transferred um, into film. So good dialogue is that, not necessarily... Writing, well, yeah, good writing always helps. If, if it, But there are movies that aren't all that writing intensive that are a lot more visual. Um, but, yeah, if you're going to have dialogue, it should be good. All right, let's get right to it. What's your all-time favorite Sports movie. Maybe we should go like sport by sport. No, I, I see. No, I no. I I'm not going to let you do that. I don't know if I have an all-time favorite sport. What's movie. what's if you, if you were walking down the street or if you're at home and you're flipping the dial, what is the one movie flipping the dial? How old am I? <laughs> don't flip, as Gary Shandling used yeah, to say. But but you're you're go you're going down your cable. You have a, a gazillion station. You got HBO 17 on your uh, Showtime 32. What is the one movie that, if they were all on at the same time, you would watch? Boy, that is that is so brutally hypothetical. Um, <laughs> I told you just a second ago that I'm a big Bull Durham fan, and there are certain scenes in that movie that I love, like the conferences on the pitcher's mound, for instance, and just all the, the superstition, uh, the rain out, things like that. That's a movie that, as somebody who likes basketball, is my favorite sport, but as a baseball fan... I love the way it gets at the mind games. And I love the Costner-Robbins relationship. I love it when he tells the catcher that what pitch he's about to throw and then tells uh, tells his pitcher that he, in fact, did tell the batter. And then he, I love it when the bat boy comes up and says, get a hit crash, and he says, shut up, kid. What do you think it, <laughs> says, what do you think it says about me that my favorite baseball movie is Pride of the Yankees? That you're a sentimental man. I am. Very I cry. It's a I great cry. movie. I cry. I cry when I watch it. It's the Lou, basically the yeah. Lou Gehrig story. It's a great movie with a great Gary Cooper performance. I mean, what else, what's not to like? So, so you, 
I'm, I'm okay. I'm Absolutely, okay. I'm man. Okay in That's your a classic. That's a, that is an all-time classic. All right. So you you mentioned basketball. I think we're going to have different favorite basketball movies as well. What's yours? Mine is probably Hoop Dreams. Um, for a couple of reasons, just the the if you haven't seen it, this is the documentary that came out in the early '90s. Uh, it follows a couple of high school uh, basketball Chicago. studs, yeah, in Chicago, and really spends like ten years with them, and as they're from I think from junior high into college, and just the commitment and the the level of trust that you can sense um, for the filmmakers and the subjects. And it was, for me, it was also just kind of one of those zeitgeist capturing movies where you really... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Zeitgeist. What does that mean? Zeitgeist. It means it's it's a fancy German word. What does it mean? For, I don't know. It just sounds good, man. I know, but I've heard that. <laughs> I keep hearing this German, Schadenfreuden. Schaden, oh, that means Schadenfreude is like when you're happy for somebody else's misfortune. Oh, so uh, you're a sports writer. Yeah, but, but, yeah exactly. So uh, zeitgeist is more just like cultural thought, you know, what, what the current mood is in a culture. But... So, Who Dreams for me, it was the first time, and give granted, I was only in my early 20s when it came out. It really it was the first time I was aware of the meat market element of youth basketball and how these players are targeted at an early age and grew. And now it's even it's nothing's more, changed. It's, nothing's nothing's well, changed. If anything, it's more ridiculous now. Yeah, They're oh, scouting, you know, third graders. Yeah. Um, it was the first time I really saw that up close, and it blew my mind. You know, third grade, seventh graders are committing to colleges. Yeah, uh, it's 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 all bogus and nonsense because commitment means nothing, and the college the offer means nothing. But it's really really bogus. But hoops and, and what happened? Just can you tell everybody what happened to the the two guys who were featured? Yeah, I mean, I guess you shouldn't worry about spoiling a movie that came out in the early nineties. Um, they both get into college. Neither of them makes it to the NBA. One of them, uh, Gates, William Gates, tears up his knee. Um, you know, people were comparing him to Isaiah Thomas and saying he, he's going to be the next big Chicago. He was the one that really had um, a chance. I right. Think. And he tore up his knee, and that, that kind of ended his chance. But he played at Marquette, I believe, for a mm-hmm. couple of years. That's correct. Uh, right. And then James Agee, um, I think, believe, played at Arkansas State. And, uh, you know, it's it's... It's just kind of a reminder that you really need a backup plan. That well, you 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 need a pl- you need to use the sport, use the sport. Don't let the sport use you. It's a cliche. Yeah, but it's absolutely, totally, a hundred percent right. And there's so many users out. There's so many people trying to use these kids. Oh, there's leeches. Yeah, and and, and you really get a nice. Not nice, but you get a close-up look at that element of it, too. All right, now I'll tell you what my favorite basketball movie is, and you can critique me for liking this movie. I already know what it is, and I already know I like it. So. White Man Can't Jump. I think it's 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 one of it's one of the five movies that, whenever it's on cable, I'm no matter where it is in the movie, I'm watching it. What what, what did you think of White Man Can't Jump? I really liked it. I mean, Ron, Ron Shelton just had a streak there where he had, he had Bull Durham, and he had White Man Can't Jump, and he had Tin Cup. I think those are all really first-rate sports movies i loved the way that it sort of peeled back some of the mischief of playground basketball um, and you can tell he spent some time watching these guys and the woody harrelson wesley snipes chemistry was definitely there i mean it was that was fun to watch wesley snipes was a bona fide star back then was, 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 was did the, are those guys in that movie do you know is it the basketball scenes are they actually playing I think they probably trained them to do some of the basic stuff, and then they had doubles for some of the other stuff. And then they, you know, you can use tricks like having a 
you know, five foot rim for <laughs> cutaway to a dunk, stuff like that. I think I'd need a four foot four foot rim. Is wrestling is wrestling a sport? Are we are we gonna count yeah, wrestling sure, man. as a sport? Wrestling's a sport. I don't watch it much, but it's a sport. The wrestler The Wrestler, I was gonna ask damn, you about that. Damn good movie. How about Requiem for a heavyweight? There's there's a little that's one of my favorite movies too, and there's he becomes a wrestler at the end. Is 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 that one of your favorite movies? I've never seen Requiem for a Heavyweight. I will admit that right here and now on the Ballsy Podcast. You've never seen Requiem for a Heavyweight? That is correct. Chris, here's your homework. Write this down. Here's your homework. Okay. I think there were two versions oh. of it. I think there was a TV version of yes, it. Yes, there was. Playhouse, whatever, yeah. 90. And there, but there was one with Anthony Quinn, and I think there was one with Jack Palance. Okay. I, I could be wrong. I hate to lecture you. It's uh, a lot of great boxing movies. Yeah, Raging Bull was a pretty good Raging movie. Raging Bull is almost transcends the sports movie. I mean, it's almost just its own thing, its own tragedy. Rocky, I think, is still a great movie. Great movie because 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 boxing is 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 perhaps a great because it's just you're out there, you're out yeah. there by yourself. There's no hiding. There's there's everything's on the line. And and what makes it what makes a great boxer is and I hate to, to preach here is that they don't know when they're when they've lost the fight and and they don't give up. And in, and I think that's a theme. Of, of a lot of the a lot of the boxing movies, yeah, not, not so many golf, great golf movies though. Yeah, Tin Cup is really the only one I can think. I'm sure other people might might be able to think of some. Caddyshack, yeah. you Caddyshack's fun. Caddyshack, Caddyshack is one of those movies that I really liked when I was a kid, and I'm almost scared to watch it as an adult because I have a feeling that I'm going to think it's really overrated. But I know everybody loves it. It's like it, it is a cult. You movie. know, I'd be I'd, I'd be interested in hearing what the listeners think if if they could uh, tweet us or tweet. Use Twitter or email us at uh, or send something at the Ballsy Podcast. I'd really, really like to know what if we're missing out on anything. Auto racing. Um, there's that movie. Uh, what was the Formula One movie Le a Mans. few years ago? Oh, no, no. I don't remember what it was called now. Paul Newman was. Uh, it's called Rush, and uh, that was like five years ago or so. Um, there's the Tom Cruise Days of Thunder, which I actually never saw with uh, Nicole Kidman. Uh, I don't see everything. Man. Is is there a great foreign film sports movie? Um, where you go? To, where do you go? To the Angelica and watch? There's a really. There's you ever see the loneliness of the long distance runner? It's a angry young man. One of the there's all these British angry young man movies of the late fifties and early sixties, and this one is about a an angry runner, and it's sort of you know about the. Sort of, kind of not use another big word. Sort of the the uh, the existential nature. That's not, that's not a German word. Of running. It? No, it's British. Existent. No, no. Existential. Uh, it's, it's, it's 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 associated with the French more than anything. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's a French genre. Like yeah, that. I mean, it, there's American existentialism. There's Russian existentialism. So. You know, my favorite, but another one of my favorite basketball movies is I'm not sure which one I like better, Go Man Go or the Harlem Globetrotters story. They made. Two movies about the Harlem Globetrotters. What is Go Man Go? It's, it's the, basically the Ape Saperstein story. It was, I think, it was. Dan, I, I looked this up, so I know it's right. I'm not. It was with Dana Andrews played Ape, Ape Saperstein, and I think in the uh, uh, Harlem Globetrotters story, Thomas Gomez, who's a pretty good. I'm sure if people saw him, they'd know him. He played Abe Saperstein, okay. but I I loved I loved those because they had the Globetrotters in the movie, the actual Globetrotters, the actually Globetrotters in the movie. That that's another great movie. How about Texas-based movies? Friday Night Lights, you like Friday that? Night Lights is fantastic, but the TV show is so is so good. Um, it kind of dwarfs the movie. I mean, that's I think that's one of the great all-time TV series. Is, is, is that happened with any other movies you can think of where the, the TV show has surpassed? Boy, the movie? that's a really good question. 
nothing that comes to mind. Well, I mean, Twin Peaks was a TV show first, and then a movie came out, and it just wasn't very good. Um, but nothing, Friday Night Lights to How me How about is, Fargo? The, yeah. the early seasons, I, I didn't the, like li- this last season. The movie is really still beloved, though. It's still it's still a great movie. Um, what was I just, just going to ask you? Oh, what did what did you think of Jim? Do you remember Blue Chips? No, with uh, Shaq and Penny. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Matt Nover. Remember Matt Nover, from <laughs> Indiana. Nick Nolte kind of plays a UCLA. I think it's supposed to be a UCLA coach, and he ends up. You know, they end up making all these violations and paying players. And has uh, has has, has, has is, is it possible for a sports movie to be a a, a raging hit? To be to be, you know to be a box office buff buffo yeah. box office sensation or is it just too? I I, have a, I think the more inspirational ones can be. You know what what which one all the a lot of the athletes like, especially football players, is um, the one that I can't remember the name. Remember the Titans? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I love that movie. I couldn't remember. Remember I the Titans? I love that movie. Yeah, and um, Denzel in it, of course. Yeah, that, so. that, I think that's when I see these little polls about what you know, what's your favorite sports movie? They're asking some NFL player or something. They generally say, "Remember the Titans." That was I th- that was a great heart, tug at your heart. It is. It's uh, very you know, it's inspirational. It's sort of its own you know, inspirational sports movie genre. There's a few of those, but that didn't hit. That wasn't like a. I don't boff. think it made hundreds of millions of dollars. What, what, can, what can we do a movie on? You and I. Let's. We're, we're going to quit the Dallas Morning News. Quit sports. I'll quit sports day DFW, and we're going to go out. We're going to spend a year writing a movie script. What's the one that will sell the best? A sports movie. I've never really thought about this, but I just was thinking about it. Um, I wanted to ask you that asked. question for years. I mean, I'm so captivated by the Bird Magic story. And I, I you're, an, you're a basketball. And fan. I loved the you know the HBO did a thing just about them, and then Thirty for Thirty just did this fantastic Lakers Celtics three parter. So yeah, I am a I am a big basketball you're, fan. That's that's a lot. That's asking people to invest a lot of time. It is though, in a, in a, a rivalry that. So who's a maybe a baseball really compelling? I don't know. Deflate Gate. Deflate Gate. <laughs> do something I, I, about Tom Brady and the and the Patriots cheating. Or, or wouldn't it have to have. Well, Tom Brady would be good because maybe we, it would have to have a leading man, a leading lady. You have to get. Do you have, do you have to get when you when you write a movie? Let me, let me. Do you have to get a star to to commit to it? To sure get helps. The movie made. Sure helps. I mean, that's that that helps more than anything when when you get stars attached. Um, so who are, who are you gonna who what who's gonna be our male lead in our movie? Let's get our, let's get our star first. Who's gonna be our male lead in our great sports movie of all time? Have we decided what it is? Is this the well, Bird Magic movie? Well, or? I don't like you know. It's, uh, it's Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Okay. I think he would do well. Our female lead. Who's gonna oh. play his love interest? He has to have a love interest. Yeah. Right? Uh, I mean, that's the cliche answer, but uh, Jennifer Lawrence. That's my pick. Okay, so <laughs> I'll bet so it is. well, is that a sports movie? The which one? I, I can't think of the oh, name. Oh, the Silver Linings Sil- Playbook. Yeah, I really like that. movie I love a that lot. movie. Um, I cried. My kids laughed yeah. at me. I cried at the end yeah, of that I think movie. I did too. Tommy, actually. did you see that movie? A no. producer, Tommy. No. You'd cry too. Okay. It, it's it's they're I, huge Eagles fans, and there's a scene where they go to the, the Eagles game. game, and I think he's got maybe a mic. Quick jersey. I, there's a fight point. in the parking there's, lot. Yes, Imagine big, that in Philadelphia. It's a big brawl in the parking lot. Um, and that's actually a really good scene. 
I, I love that movie. Is could, could we consider that a sports movie? If we do, I have to I have to rearrange my top. We 10 can we can throw movies. it in there. There's a lot of Eagles talk. There's Cowboys talk too. There's, a, there's I remember some really funny scene where they're ripping on the Cowboys. Or one of them is a Cowboys fan, and the other ones are ripping on. Yeah, him. yeah. Well, of course, it, a Philadelphia Eagle based story. Yeah, has gotta to, have some Cowboys. Gotta, gotta have some Cowboys. That was a pretty big hit too, wasn't it? Yeah, it did well. So, okay, so we have Bradley Cooper. Right, mm-hmm. we have Jennifer Lawrence. We need like a crusty old coach type. Who who, who do you want that to be? <laughs> bring Could Bur- that be bring Burgess Meredith back to life? Uh, how about De Niro? Can we? Is yeah, cliche. Yeah, that'd be. I mean, Pacino did it in. Also, uh, so, uh, what was the football movie with Pacino? Uh, never uh, Black Sun. Uh, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> any uh, given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Yeah. Never on a Sunday. That wasn't it, right? <laughs> it wasn't Black Sunday because that was the blimp crashing into the. But stadium. so so what, what, so if we have De Niro now we have the cast of. Uh, a sports movie. No, but we have the cast of um, Oh, Silver Linings, Silver Playbook. Linings Playbook. Yeah, there we go. So, so they must have done something right. So let, let's let's bring somebody else. Who who could be the evil guy who will who who be the nemesis of the movie, and then we'll decide on the sport. Hmm. Good bad guy. How about Tommy Lee Jones? Tommy Lee Jones. Bring bring Tommy. That's good. Uh, kind of not not a very nice guy in real life anyway. He's not. No. St. Mark's Tommy Lee Jones. He's, he has got a temper on him. Really? Yeah. He does not suffer fools, and he thinks everybody's a fool. He might be right. <laughs> I, I I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. You know, it's funny. Uh, I went to a wedding this weekend, and there was another St. Mark's graduate there, uh, Ty Montgomery, a running back from. Uh, uh, for the Green Bay Packers, who wide receiver went to Stanford. I'm sure you're a Stanford fan. You you like everything from the Bay Area. I went to Cal. So you went to Cal? No, not so much. Oh, not so much. Okay, <laughs> so and he was the nicest guy in the world. So it's it's not it's not a St. Mark's thing, right? No, Being, I hope not. No, I'm sure there's lots of nice St. Mark's. You know, so you know it's a pretty good sports movie. And because I was kind of scrambling my brain as I was driving over here, if you can consider it a sports movie, Jerry Maguire. Jerry. I think it's a really good movie. It's a, it's a. We've had Lee Steinberg uh, on on the podcast. Really? Yeah, and and he uh, he's got a hell of a story. He does. He does. He's got a terrific story, and um, he's making a big comeback. He's making a big comeback now. And but he Lee Steinberg is the NFL agent. He was Troy Aikman's agent. He was the Aikman. He was the agent to the star the star quarterbacks for a while. He had every star quarterback. And then of course he he lost it all, and now he's. Uh, uh, Making making a huge making a comeback. I think he was here in town a couple of weeks ago. I missed him. I was on vacation. Um, he's, he has sports agent clinics, and he t- tries to teach people how to be sports agents. Wow. Yeah, so, he had a problem with the bottle. If yeah, I remember correctly. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, I'm his Facebook friend, and every couple of days or so, he'll go. You know, I don't know x number of days on the sunny side of the street. Uh, I got that in common with him. Yeah. Actually. Well. <laughs> Um, so what move? Let's 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 jump to that. If, if what's the great summer movies this summer of of twenty seventeen? What 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 should people not miss? I haven't seen any movies this okay. summer. Give me three movies to see. Um, I really thought Wonder Woman was fun. And, I haven't seen it, and it's it's one of the first DC superhero movies that is not just taking itself deadly serious. Um, and it really has a sort of sense of adventure to it. I really enjoyed that. Um, tonight, I am, this is for recording this on a Tuesday, I'm seeing the new Planet of the Apes movie tonight, which I've heard great things about. 
Um, I really like a little film called The Big Sick. Have you heard I've about heard this? I've heard. Some, somebody told me. They said they were very surprised about it. It's, yeah. it's the guy from uh, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah, uh, Kumail Nanjiani. It's kind of a cross-cultural love story, but um, the twist is that these two people fall in love, and the, one of them is a Pakistani-American, and um, he's supposed to be in an arranged marriage, and he falls in love with this white girl, and she's heartbroken when she finds out how secretive he's being. They break up, and then she goes into a coma because she. And it's based on their their true story. Oh, it is. The, it's written by Nanjiani, the star, and his real life wife. Um, and Ray Romano is in it. He's really good. Holly Hunter is really good in it. Um, that's probably the movie that I had the most fun watching this summer. Baby Driver was really fun. So too. when when you're going when you go see Planet of the Apes, the new Planet of the Apes movies, is is that for critics only, or do you go like the rest of us and spend ten dollars on popcorn? It's kind of a cross between the two. It's a free screening. They, free. They give out tickets through free popcorn. Through popcorn not free, unfortunately. Um, but they give out tickets usually through a radio station, and then they have a press section. Um, so you we're seeing it with people who, other people who got in for free. So they're usually really excited. How many times to be do, you, there. do you see a movie before you review? It? Do you see it just once and review? It? Can you remember everything? I can't remember I can't, anything. No, I can't remember everything. If it's something that I know I really think is kind of special, and I know I really want to write something, you know, real thoughtful about it, I will see it twice. Um, just so I can get details down and pay less attention to the story and more um, to the art and the craft and what's going on, um, what the filmmakers are up to. All right, I got to ask you, what's your favorite all-time movie? I can give you like five or six. I don't really have a. Gosh, you are so hard. You, you're hard to pin I'm down. I'm just not a big fan of like you know. This is the greatest. This is the one. It's, I'd say the same. Obviously, you don't work at Sports Day because we, we have lists <laughs> all the time, and, and we we've got one, two, three, four, five. I've been give no, us your five. I've been known to do lists in alphabetical order. That's okay, how, give that, us. That's how I cop out. God, um, I mean, I love uh, a lot of the American movies from the early '70s, late '60s. Chinatown, love it. Uh, mean Streets, Nashville, Godfather movies. Which is the best? Of the Godfathers, I really think t- there's more going on in two. I think two is is just a little. I think one is really good, high grade pulp family story. I think two is just kind of a whole other thing. I think it's it's taking in geopolitics and all. Is three so underrated? I, I need to take another look at three. I haven't seen three in years. The more I watch three, the more I like it. Really? God, yeah. I, last, I, I thought it was horrible the when I first when was the last saw. Time, it. When was the last time you saw it? Uh Within the last year, so on, oh, wow. on, you know, they have Godfather on you, AMC. I think they go one, two, three, back to back to back. So you've seen it w- easily more recently than yeah, I. Yeah, but it's 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 it's. It, the first time I th- I saw it, I thought it was hard. I was so I could never, you know, it's one of those things I was looking forward to, looking forward to, looking forward to, so down. But it's kind of grown on me. Yeah, um, I love Do the Right Thing. Um, there's something about the time that movie came out and where I was in life when I saw it that really. That really affected me, um, and then I like a lot of the classic, classic comedies, classic gangster movies. What's your favorite? Favorite gangster movie? Yes, I love. Um, I mean, you know, the one of the movies that made me. I remember how I felt after I saw Goodfellas. I walked out of the theater and I was just like, almost like high on what I had just seen. I was had this weird sort of tingling feeling. What what in the world was that? Um, so Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies, period. 
Um, but then there's all these great 30s and 40s gangster movies, you know, High Sierra and White Heat and Little Caesar, um, the original Scarface with Paul Muni, um, the, the sort of foundational ones. I really like those a lot. Um, I like some of the British and French gangster movies. Um, so there's a lot. There's just such a vast history of film out there. All right, before we go, I would have to ask you about what is my number. I have two movies that, I, whenever on cable I watch, one is A Few Good Men. I, I love that. Always fun. I, I love, and, and the other also has a great courtroom scene. And people make fun of me when I say this is maybe my favorite movie of all time. My Cousin Vinny. Oh, so funny. And she was great. I mean, it's funny. Marissa, Did she deserve Academy Award? Yeah, you know, she. Uh, now I see it. Back then, everybody was like, oh, who is this Marissa Tomei? And now did. you watch it. She is so good in that movie. And she has gone on to establish herself as a great actress who also still looks really good, too. Yeah. But, but did you like the movie? Yeah. That's a really funny movie. All right. We could be friends. All right. We, we could be friends. Maybe we'll go out and to a My Cousin Vinny. The Utes. The, the, uh, the it, two it, Utes. Oh, Jerry! He's dead. Yeah, he is. Rest in peace. But this is. But this is. This has been a uh, a different ballsy podcast. I think it's been a fun ballsy podcast. We need to do more of these off the beaten path. But we have two other ballsy podcasts out this week. We have one with Chuck Cooperstein, where we talk a little bit about the Mavericks and a, a lot about the Mavericks actually, and um, and their rookie point guard. And, and we didn't get to the bottom of what I really is it Dennis Smith. Or is it Dennis Smith Jr.? Even Chuck Cooperstein doesn't know. He, and he asked him, and, and Dennis said, what did Dennis say? He says, I don't care, whatever. And um, and then we'll, ha- we'll have another Ballsy podcast, a Ranger Ballsy podcast with the great, as he's known, as Chuck mentioned, the great Jerry Fraley, who uh, I think will have some different views on the Ranger season than you've heard uh, previously. So I'd like to thank everybody for being with us. Uh, by, by the way, Sean Bass is not with us this week either. He's off playing program director at, uh, and he'd give it Sports Radio 1310-96-7, the ticket. But it's just the ticket. You know, and I hate when, when I have to write here at the Dallas and they go, oh, we have to give it its full name. It's the ticket. Nobody calls it anything else but Sean Bass and the uh, sports editors here at the C-Bass, Dallas Bass, the great Seabass. So er, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for our guest, Chris Wagner. I hope he sticks around for our Ranger podcast with the great Jerry Fraley. Tommy, take us out. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe via iTunes. You'll get new episodes every week. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, sports fans, see ya.